It sounds it's like a, it sounds hokey and stupid. It sounds very amateur. Yeah. Amateur hour in the crack house. It sounds like what they did with um, Pretty Little Liars at the end. Yeah. They um, they just introduced. Oh, there's it actually. This One of the girls has a twin. Oh, and it was her. She did all of it. Whoa. I, remember, no, I remember them doing I that. I went to that high school. Yeah. Yeah. In that's cool. The, she like, showed we, us we Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. That was cool. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I'm like, I, I didn't I was like, you didn't go to that. I went to the high school. <laughs> I drove past. <coughs> yeah. So, um, so all of these television dramas are taking their plots from Beer Fest. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. Awesome. Meg, the man dies drowning in the beer, and then his twin brother, who's just him in a cowboy hat, shows up, and he says, I'd really appreciate it if you called me by my brother's name. To honour him. It's so just the same character with a cowboy, cowboy hat. hat. That's what well, the other guy's drowned in... Yeah, the other guy's <laughs> yeah, he reveals yeah. himself at the guy's funeral. He's just there in a cowboy hat. Wow. Oh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we are back at... Oh, hang on. We're not back at Max Thomas and Collectibles. We're back at home. I am at my house for another exciting episode of the School for Wayward Nerds. I'm your host, Toby DePaula, and I'm joined by my producer, Kai Steen. Yeehaw. Megan Chikatilo. Hello. I thought we agreed her name's the Megalodon. The Megalodon? I thought it was Megbert. No. Megbert's when she's in trouble. Oh, okay. That was the white collar <laughs> having an opinion. Where's the Doritos? <laughs> Give them away because they're too crushy. Out. Oh. They've been put on crunchy though. hiatus. For this week's podcast, we are visiting Arkham Asylum, as we often do. <coughs> but for this occasion, we are skipping right past the likes of the Joker, Riddler, and Two-Face. For this visit, we are blowing the dust off a few doors as we cover Arkham's Underrated. If you want to hear us talk more about well-known stuff, listen to the podcast back catalogue. And while you're doing that, hit the subscribe button to hear us talk shit, but later. Yeah. yeah. Things that haven't happened yet are later. Rate and review if you are so inclined and follow us on the social medias. That's uh, at Wayward underscore nerds on Twitter and School for Wayward Nerds on Facebook. And send us your fan art. <coughs> yeah, we want your fan art. Yeah, draw a picture of White Collar. If you of what you think inclined, we all look like. If you're not inclined, vote, vote still. Give us five stars. Yep. Yeah. Just leave a comment. But do fan art and then we'll like post that photo of us in early in that bathtub. Okay. Remember that one? <laughs> no. Oh, I've got it. <laughs> Alright. Um, who wants to go first with the underrated in Arkham? I want the Doritos. <laughs> you can't have them. Well, then I'm not going first. I'll do Calendar Man first because that's what I picked. He's a good boy. Well, I picked one. Of, that was one of them. <laughs> um, he first... Cal- uh, Calendar yeah. Man, or Julian Gregory Day. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Um, they didn't think too hard about his name, really, did they? Gregory. It's, it's, it's old timey, man. It's Day Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um, he first appeared in Detective Comics number 259 in September 1958. He was created by. Bill Finger, who was the writer. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> and Sheldon Moldoff. Mm. Well, we've discussed him artist. multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, he's a Batman villain. Well, wait, aren't we only doing Batman? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. um, he's known for committing crimes on, like, holidays and, like, sufficient sort of dates yeah um so he like wears costumes to go with the dates sometimes and like if it's saint patrick's day you could be a leprechaun and that'd be like what <coughs> cool are you going but he stands out because he's tall yeah or taller than a normal one um uh, his first debut uh i lost it i'm sorry <laughs> uh, i think one of my oldest detectives is a Calendar Man issue. Did he wear his mm. dumb costume? Yeah, the one where he's got... Kyle likes that one. Yeah, it's a cape he's wearing and the red and the calendar cape. That's the one that he wears in Batman Lego movie. Yeah. Mm. Um, Sheldon Moldoff is um, co-creator of Poison Ivy, Mr. Freeze, a second Clayface, Batgirl, Batwoman, Ace the Bat Hound, and he's the sole creator of a guy named Black Pirate. Oh, wow. 
Um, but what I was trying to say that I lost. Um, his so when he first kind of started out, everybody was kind of like, "Oh, this is just a joke <gasps> character, like joke villainy dude." Yeah, he was a hokey character like King Tart or well, um, Egghead or, or um, like that. Yeah. Maxi Zeus, who was uh, I was meant to do him and I forgot because he's so unknown. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they throughout like years, writers have made him a bit darker and stuff. And like you said in the games, he's like just sitting um, there with a little. Yeah, smile during on his the face. um, Jeff like, sale run of like Long Halloween and looks like that mm. is when he starts to get darker. He's shaved and he's like kept in a little glass cabinet. Yeah, but he's like happy to be in there because it's not a holiday. Yeah. I like when you watch him in Arkham mm. and Jason, he like tells you the different stories about how he killed people. Yeah, yeah, that. And cool. the way he describes it and stuff, it's it's chilling for such a villain that was that hokey to begin with. Mm. You can see how how spooky he got. Mm. Oh, it's a segue into my next one, but I'll go later. Who's next? Create your own stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but not at the moment. Not right now. I don't. What is it? What's a pre-segue? It's foreshadowing. Oh yes. Mm. I did a foreshadow. That's the one I was looking for. All right, Jane Doe. Oh. Um, real name unknown. Uh, given that she has no ID or fingertips or a fucking face. <laughs> yeah. Being one of the inmates created by Dan Slot in the wonderful and also underrated Arkham Asylum Living Hell. Jane Doe is like if Leatherface had his shit together. Um, she gets fixated on a person, man or woman, and once she learns the target's mannerisms, lifestyle, and every other fine detail, that's when she strikes. <clears throat> Usually killing them and wearing their skin and just sort of taking their place like a hermit crab. The big plot hole in this character, though, is yeah. when she's not wearing someone's skin, <gasps> she has no skin. Yeah, that's Batman could just, like, flick her and she would pass out Put in a pain. Put bunch of salt on it. Yeah, like she's a shit villain. Yeah, I like it. It's kind of like how we discussed Ultimate Red Skull is Captain America's son who skins his own face. It's like, yeah, he's not a good villain because he should be dead. It's unhealthy. Mm. Well, we live in a town where Two-Face just looks like that, so... Yeah, but he's, he's a nice boy. This lady's weird. Wearing a shirt would make her die of pain. Yeah, after the great use of the character in Living Hell, she was involved in Battle for the Cow, skinning officers one by one to get closer to Gordon, and then shooting him three times in the chest. A lot of good people got injured in Battle for the Cow, mm. such as Damien getting shot. Good. I love how dangerous the character is. Like, Much like Mysterio last week, it's the, it's the paranoia that Jane Doe carries with her that makes her a good read. Like, she could be any fucking character in a story if you know she's coming um and i feel the reason she's underrated is like the big breakout tale that could have been was completely abandoned much like the whole eli strange son of hugo stuff the new 52 had a story arc with jane kidnapping harvey bullock stealing his identity and finding love for him and then she just stops well um well batman comes in and shuts her shit down and she watches him like from the squad car and like perfectly quotes him like when he says all the matters is another lunatic is off the streets of gotham um and then we see her like draw a bat symbol in the condensation on the window and she's just driven off to arkham and i would have loved to have seen what would happen if she tried to become the bat like, she would only live to skin someone's chin yeah it would well, save time well this has happened before um, before the New 52 started, she had attempted to steal, um, Hush's face, because it was easier to take his Bruce Wayne face than take real Bruce Wayne's face. Oh, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Mm. Um, the, the, something I love is when Hugo Strange wears the cowl and he's got the glasses and the beard sticking out the bottom of it, but you know what would be a better visual? The bat cowl with just, like, no flesh and just, like, teethy gums at no, the bottom. Goatee. I don't think Jane Doe has a goatee. But she oh, would she... in her cupboard of suits. Yeah, I, I would have loved to have seen her try to be Batman. I think it would have put the character on the map, but it just was completely abandoned. Mm. You could have a really cool story arc for that. Mm. She, she fits that whole thing that me and Trey love about like just the horror Batman stuff. Mm. 
like just a flesh stealing jerk. It's pretty fun. That should have been her name. This, I take this, I take this. Oh, that's a nice nose. I'm gonna put that one. <laughs> oh. Alright, try Who do you talk oh, about? Oh, Anatoly Kanyazev. Sounds like you can't read an Italian menu. <laughs> <laughs> Me, every time I go well, to Melbourne to go to Spaghetti Tree. Kanyazev. That's the KGB. Oh, beautiful boy. Um, he's pretty cool. He first came in 19- Batman 417 in 1988. Um, we'll start with the shit part. Okay, go on. He has been. I don't. Note my little <coughs> thing saying. Quotation marks, ladies and gentlemen. They are happening around. Appeared this. in Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice. No, a man with a Russian accent in military clothes appeared in Batman yeah. vs. Superman. But so did uh, Jimmy Olsen. Sort yeah. Of. And in season 2, 5, and 6 of Arrow, also nothing to do with the real character except he's Russian. At least they're trying to, like, bring attention to the guy. Because he does deserve recognition. But as we're going to discuss now in his actual comic appearance, he's cool. Mm. And they just said, no, let's just make a Russian man who's boring. I don't know, they use the name as, like, an Easter egg almost. (laughs) Alrighty. So his code name was The Beast, but the CIA knew him as the KG Beast. He's just an assassin trained by the Hammer. (laughs) <laughs> which is like part of the KGB apparently um and he's like got lots of martial arts training and he has like cybernetic enhancements and very good with the weapons apparently well he's one <laughs> of the he's one of the few villains that Batman will fucking outright avoid yeah hey he'll well, fight Deathstroke but he doesn't fuck with KGB it's just saying but his first appearance He'd already killed, like, 200 people. Hmm. Ah, good thing talking about Batman avoiding him because... I was hoping... Red Hood and Nightwing flog him in Rebirth. Nice. Um, like, the storyline was called Ten Knights of the Beast. And then, like, yeah, they put it into paperback and stuff, so, like, if it sounds cool, you should go get it. Written by Jim Starlin and drawn by Jim Aparo and Mike... The Carlo. Mm. That, that's the, that's all the same dudes who did Death of the Family. Okay, so the general of like the place he was trained from was angry that the Soviet government was like starting to kind of have relations with USA. So they sent the Beast on a mission to kill like ten US officials to kind of fuck the whole thing up. Yeah. And. Apparently one was Ronald Reagan, who was meant to visit Gotham City. And, yeah, like, he gets pretty much all the targets killed. And at one point, he thought it was easier just to poison an entire banquet of a hundred people just to kill one of them. Hmm. He's a a brutal dude. Like, I'd love to see more of the guys. Uh, He was fun to read in my, like, 80s detective stuff. Uh, this is kind of where it gets cool and made me think that it, he's a cool villain. Like, when they Batman finally gets to fight him, um, the Beast kind of beats him. And then the only reason that he doesn't finish Batman off is because he thinks Batman's got, like, all his backup coming. So it's kind of just like, I'll fuck with you later. Well, that's the thing. If you, like, take down the Bat, you do have a lot of angry sidekicks to deal with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the next time they fight, Batman, like, gets him on the arm with the bat rope. And instead of being captured, he just grabs an axe and cuts off his own hand. And then next time you see him, he's got, like, a cybernetic gun on his hand instead. Very early 90s of him. Yeah, and then, um... Yeah, he kind of tries to go kill Reagan and Batman stops him. And... Yeah, I won't go into it too much because I would like to read it and I think everyone should. And this part was very unexpected. He's in Blackest Night. He's one of the people that get reanimated. Yeah. That's weird. Um, I really don't want to touch on it too much, but I will say for the listeners, there was, there was a moment in the sewers in the comics where Batman and him are fighting. 
and he knocks him Batman knocks him back and just says there's I, I'm I'm a good fighter but I'm not stupid either I'm not gonna risk it and locks him into an area of the sewers presumably a staff to death and the next riding team of detective went out of their way to say oh no he called the police after he locked him in there Ooh. he left him in there long enough to like get fatigued and starved so they could apprehend him but they straight up left him in there to starve to death Ooh. wow yeah and yeah, he pops up in the lists of characters Batman has killed in a lot of clickbaity websites. Mm. He's came back in Rebirth, but now he's just known as the Beast, which is kind of better than KG Beast because it's a very Cold War era name. Yeah, it doesn't fit anymore, but he's still a character that needs to be kept. He's still good. Yeah, but they've kind of changed it now that he's not KG Beast. He's not kind of like a government worker. It's not a stereotypical Russian. He's just, yeah, like a contract killer. He actually worked for the US government a bit in Rebirth. But he's kind of just like a Deathstroke, except he's not diddling underage girls. <laughs> um, he had his own private island constructed for, like, taking his enemies and then, like, letting them out to hunt them. Like that kind of generic thing. You know, from all the stuff where they just have a hunting island. Yeah. Yeah, he has one of them. A most dangerous game. I I didn't know this until I was researching. He's hired by the Penguin, Black Mask, and Great White to kill Batman and Two-Face. Yeah. And I think that's a cool little team-up of villains there. (coughs) Especially Great White. I had no idea he would have been in Rebirth. Mm. Hmm. He's definitely one of my honourable mentions for this episode. But if you want a quick little thing of him I would get the Red Hood and the Outlaws annual from Rebirth and it's like the Outlaws are working at a circus because they heard there's some like shady shit going on out the back Yeah. and Nightwing comes to help them and then when they kind of uncover it it's the beast and then they just team up and fight him but it's like it's the only one issue thing I've seen of the beast. A nice easy you pick up yeah. a one shot issue. Like it's a bit bigger because it's an annual but I yeah, prefer that one. format sometimes. Yeah. I've been reading the um, 1989 question recently and it's all like single issue episodic stuff. It's very good. But yeah if you like your hulking villains like Bane and shit I think if you want the a beast mi- is yeah, if you want a, a very underrated one. Played by Jason Statham he's your man. No, not big enough. I think he would be a good, um... Vin Diesel? Mad Max, Venom, Bane. Oh, Tom Hardy. Yeah, I think that he would be cool. Because Russian accent's probably easy. Yeah. Yeah, that's my first one. How about you, Kai? Do you have a first one? I'd have the first one and the second one. My first one is Roxanne Sutton. Also known as Roxy Rocket. Um, she was created by Bruce Tim and Paul Dini um, for the first annual of the Batman Adventures, which was the tie-in comic for Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. So it was in 1994, and they liked the character so much that they were like, we should like put her into the cartoon and start using her mm. more and stuff. She's a fun sort of character to go with. I'm yeah. glad they put her in that White Knight current mm. story. She, I don't that, think she has a speaking role in it, but the fact that they put her in was White cool. Knight is cameo in so many animated things. It's they also put her in Justice League action. Oh, that's mm. cool. So, like, she's been pulled into modern continuity now. Um... So her story is that she was a um, like stunt double for a lot of heroines, and like the bigger the stunt, the happier she got. So she started like falling in love with doing dangerous stuff and that. Um, and it's very in love in the animated series. Some of the excited noises she makes are a little bit. Hmm. I'm gonna say it. Mm. Okay. Um, oh, but yeah. I guess literally so bad to the point that no insurance company will cover it anymore. And so, obviously, when you can't get work in Gotham, 
the life of crime. Yeah. Um, so she used to hang out with Penguin. You. And, like, steal jewelry for him. Because he was, like, one of the only ones that was like, yeah, sure. Ride around on a giant rocket. I don't care. You don't fuck if I'm getting a car, do it. Yeah, he doesn't care about many things. He's a good boy. Um, so, yeah, she's riding around on a giant rocket and stealing jewels and stuff like that. Um, and she didn't <coughs> care if she did it in plain sight because no one could catch up with her, like, rocket. Yeah, she just straight up riding right a fucking rocket ship around with handlebars on top of it. Like calling Neil Armstrong. Take um, that bitch down. She runs into Batman a few times, but again, he, he even he struggles to catch up with her. Um, because, you know, Batwing can only go so fast. Mm-hmm. But then they brought her back to be in... The Superman animated series, and she didn't really stand a chance against him because he can fly. Yeah. So he just fly and can't talk to her and be like. He can fly at whatever speed is necessary at the time because he's the worst hero ever. Yeah. Um. So Roxy, like, I think both times she ends up getting caught, and they like because she's a human and she's not really like doing like yeah she's doing the wrong thing but she's not like an insane maniac it, she's more just doing it for the thrill of adrenaline yeah as far as a crime goes she's it's just glorifying shoplifting if anything yeah um so they're like you know she can make a full recovery and everything like that but later on Catwoman ends up stealing her like M.O. uh oh and so it turns all of Gotham PD against Roxy Rocket, or who they think is. And so Roxy actually has to end up like running from the cops and like has to become worse than she was because Catwoman fucked her over. Yeah. Oh. Um, but yeah, like you said, she started appearing in um, like one night. She's appeared in Justice League action, though in that she doesn't have her, like, rocket. She's got, like, a jet pack or something. She's always got some dangerous thing with a lot of jet fuel attached to her body. (laughs) And she was also in Batman Chaos in Gotham, which is, like, a little video game. Hmm. She was the level 4 sub-boss. She was on the Game Boy Color. Um, you brought up a Paul Dini character there, so I'll, I'll tangent from that. Alright, so Lyle Bolton is a prime example of a group of very underrated characters in Batman mythology. Um, to explain what I'm talking about, we need to talk about Harley Quinn. Yeah. Okay. Her character was right off the bat amazing. Pun intended, I suppose. Um, her personality, flaws, style, it's all already there, like, from the get-go. Um... And she was created by the amazing Paul Dean. But she is one of, like, many characters he is created to fill out Gotham City. And there are a lot of his pieces just being left out of the spotlight. Like, really, Harley Quinn is just as good as most of his other pieces. You've got Peyton Riley Ventura, the baby doll, Andrea Beaumont, like, pretty much every Batman Beyond character to date. Roxy he, Rocket. Yeah, he, Roxy Rocket. He gave Mr. Freeze the tragic backstory and added Nora Freeze. He made that's Mad Hatter actually compelling and created Renee Montoya, Jenny Duffy, and it, like he's done everything. Before him, Mad Hatter literally just stole hat-themed things. Wow. Yeah, he was awful. And he had big eyebrows. Why did he have big eyebrows? Fuck, I don't know. Why didn't he get them waxed? I don't know. He doesn't have his shit together. Oh, jeez. Yeah, but for this particular episode, I'm going to stick to Lyle Bolton, a.k.a. Lockup. (laughs) Ha ha. Ow. Wow. A man of justice, perhaps too much justice. Lyle Bolton first appeared in November 19th, 1994, in the goddamn masterpiece that is Batman the Animated Series. The episode, funnily enough called Lockup, shows us the new security expert working in Arkham Asylum, using intimidation, excessive force, and fucking torture to turn Arkham into a police state. Do you um, know what they should have done? 
At one point, he also tortured Scarface with termites just to fuck with Arnold Wesker. They should have just, like, said, Oi, kill a crocs out of line, go in there, mm. and then he'd die. But no, he was, like, running the show. He wasn't just, like, a special case, this guy. No, but I mean, like, yeah, it's, it's easy to fuck with Harley Quinn and a fucking dummy. Yeah. Send him in to Croc. He'll die. Um, Bruce Wayne, suspicious of this hulking mass of aggression, he organises a meeting with the staff, and during the meeting, Lyle snaps and attacks not just some inmates, but also his co-workers and the mayor. Um, once he's out on his ass, he claims that it, the psychos of Gotham are just a symptom of the corrupt, weak and useless Arkham Asylum system. And in his defence, he's kind of right. Like, that place... Like, look, how many escapes have we seen since Arkham was created? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's not a very secure No, secure the place, place barely has fucking hinges on the doors. Yeah. Lyle Bolton, knowing that the system has failed, takes on the mantle of lockup. Doing what he thinks is right, he kidnaps and imprisons Summer Gleason, the newscaster, for glorifying the villains on the news. Uh, Commissioner Gordon for doing a piss-poor job. And finally, Mayor Hill for letting Arkham get as bad as it is in the first place. Keeping them in this big abandoned warship, it's this fucking great set piece and an overall great episode. Two years later, he joined DC Comics Continuity in Robin issue 24, a story arc spanning across Robin, Detective Comics, and Nightwing. He captures a few villains that were sort of bit players and Two-Face. When Nightwing and Robin show up, to his headquarters to stop him, he promptly floods the base before being stopped by Batman. Um, the only other story he really has is taking over Blackgate Prison during during No Man's Land, and that's about it for him. Lyle's unique style of justice that works outside the laws while still clashing with Batman's code is a really good story, and I love reading shit like that. Like he is, he's no different to Batman. He just also keeps them contained. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Lockup is just a, a brewing character, and I want to see a return of him in some form or another. He's a good boy. That sounds cool. Good boy. <coughs> Trevor, would you like to go, or do you want me to? It's your turn. <sighs> Save the best till third last. Yes. That was third last. This is second last, then. Wait. What kind of me one? have one more, you third idiot? Third last. Oh, wow. Go, you made go, me man. Toby, do you have Detective Comics number three, 434? No. No, well, I'll be close, but I won't. Well, well yeah, you should. Shit. Oh, okay. You should, because it's the first appearance of the spook. <laughs> what number was it? 434. Okay. It was published in 1973, <coughs> and the spook was created by... Um, Frank Robbins and how do you say that name? R A R V. Irv. Irv. Shit. Irv Novik. Um. So the man behind the spook, his name is Val Caliban. And he looks like fucking Moon Knight. Eh? Yeah. There's a spooky ghost. He's a spooky ghost. But he's a—he's not really a spooky ghost. He's just a, um, like a really good escape artist and a hypnotist, and like uses those sort of trickery to. Um, kind of like Mysterio in yeah, a little bit. He's pretty much Mysterio. Um, yeah, but he creates all these crimes and makes people think he's an actual ghost. But Batman stopped him every time. Um. Yay, Batman. <laughs> Yay, Batman. Um, he, there's apparently more than one spook, though. A lot yeah, of characters have been like that, had substitutes. Yeah. Um, the creators of the spook also were the guys who gave Alfred Pennyworth his name in 1969. Oh, yeah. Hmm. What yeah. was his name before that? Butler. Alfred. Alfred, yeah. He didn't have a last name. Because he's only a butler. Well, actually, he's they only didn't half technically man. give him his last name. They forced it into continuity. Yeah. Because originally it was just from like the like 
newspaper strip. That's where Pennyworth came from. And they were like, why haven't DC Comics actually like used the name? And they're like, oh, because. So for like, because what? We're gonna use the name then. Yeah. That's he also created the Ten-Eyed Man. <gasps> man oh yeah, the man with the finger man. Oh wow, not the, oh the finger man. <laughs> well, not the finger man. Um, so Spook Number Two was an inmate in Arkham Asylum. Um, Spook Number Two was a former like government operative, and he like went mad and believed he had died. Oh no. So he went and killed all of like his head honcho people because he blamed him like they bl- he blamed all of them for his death. Nice. But yeah. Um so but like um he got stopped by get this Damien Wayne. Oh yeah. Yeah, he d- he beheaded him. At least that yeah. I'm kind of glad that Damien Wayne might not even be Bruce's son. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Um, something that makes the Spook a character I'd love to see come back is a lot of the insane stuff that they delve into in the Arkham Asylum region now. <laughs> like they'll, they'll try and um, they'll try and diagnose Jericho. They'll do that sort of stuff. Like they didn't talk about multiple personality disorder with Two-Face until their mental health was like a spooky topic. Mm. But a really good one is Cotard Delusion, which is a mental illness where you are just hardcore convinced you are dead. Oh, wow. um, the singer of that band Mayhem had that before he killed himself, for reals. Oh no. But That sounds horrible. I'd like to see them dig into the character just to... I'd like to see a story regarding that sort of stuff. Yeah, that'd be cool. But, um... Yeah, so... He got decapitated, but they could still, like, it's not really known if it was actually, like, Val Calvin or Spook Number 2 or, like, somebody else. Yeah, it's being very like, ambiguous. Yeah, and that was just because of all of his, um, like, illusion-y mm. things. Paranoid characters, I love that sort of stuff. Yeah. You really don't know nothing about him as he comes and goes. Yeah. All we know is, like, he doesn't actually have superhuman abilities or, like, supernatural abilities. He just uses like hypnotism and all of those tricky stuff to do the things he has like heaps of gadgets like um inflatable ones of himself that just jump around everywhere like to i don't know like distract batman um he gets like fingertip and feet cups to scale buildings like spider-man and stuff and he has smoke machines oh that's good yeah. I wanted a fog machine, but it was going to damage my comment. Aww. No fog machine. Yeah. Like and subscribe if you cry every time. <laughs> I cry every time for everything. Who's next? I'll, I'll take up the mantle. So, my next person, bringing up the women of the podcast, is Nocturnal. Um, particularly Natasha Knight, who was created by Doug Moochin, who is also the co-creator of Bane. And pretty much all early 90s Gotham City. He has done work in Nightwing, Batman Detective. He could have done a run in Batgirl. He was fucking everywhere in my books. He also did, he also created Black Mask, Deathlock, Moon Knight, um, and a bunch of others. Yeah. That's cool. And Jean Colin, who, um, he's got notable works with Daredevil, Detective, Doctor Strange, How the Dark, The Dream of Dracula. So, like, all of stuff. Um, she, so, back to Natasha and I. She was a, um, her parents died, so she was begging on the streets, and when she was 12, Charles Knight, who is a wealthy, like, Gotham person, Mm. took her in, but he never actually adopted her, because he was worried that, um, if, 
like to go through the courts to a doctor, they would find out like his shady secrets. Ooh. And so he was just like, you, you can be my daughter and you can live with me, but we're not gonna I make it officially. We, we can't sign paperwork. Um, because he was really rich, she had like a really good life and everything. But then he gets murdered. Oh, murdered. What was his shady stuff? Get, get into that. Ooh. So she gets murdered. It illegally shaved cats. Oh my gosh. And Charles's son Anton comes back from gallivanting around the world or Asia or something. The world or Asia? <laughs> One or the other. Can't be both. No. No. Um, and he was, he like explains to her that his dad was into like a lot of illegal activity and um, all of their money came from like him stealing and robbing and just being an all round bad guy. Okay. Um, and because like he knew that that's what his dad was into, he was like, that's why I left went and went comfort and stuff like that. Um, now that Anton is back, Anton and Natasha grew in love. Aww. 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 Um, but Natasha also had a passion for astronomy. So on her graduation night, she goes to work at Dolphin City Astronomical Observatory. Um, and 
there's a whole heap of like other stuff that happens, but it's a bit much to go into. But the one that I'm covering, this is important, is not the vampire one. It's it's just the lady that can't go in the sun. Ah. There's been a few redesigns <laughs> and crises that have tried to upper ante and. I mean, I I understand like changing characters and that, but it's kind of more fun that she's just this human that can't go into. She's a pale lady who's trying to steal boys. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of fun. Marry some rich dude. Um, she also ha- hung out at Green Arrow and Black Canary's wedding. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that was during countdown final crisis there's, there's heaps of weird shit going um, on she's also hung out with Hawk there just be- because um she was reincarnated in um Court of Owls yeah um issue 9 of Detective yeah she's incarcerated in Arkham Asylum when incarcerated the Court of Owls come through to kill Jeremiah Arkham um she was also in Brave and the Bolt, and she was supposed to be in um, Batman the Animated Series, and she looked super cool in Yeah, that. she was one of the villains in Season 5, which never... Did they have a list of any other ones who hadn't been in the show before? It exists, I can't remember where I found it or who was on it, but I knew like Firefly was going to make a big comeback, characters like that. I think Calendar Man was going to make an appearance, but it would probably have been the dorky version. Mm. Like there, there were a few that were storyboarding that just didn't happen. The special thing about Nocturnus is, is that it was, they said no because of the amount of blood in a children's cup. Because ah. she wasn't going to be a vampire, but she was going to be... She was going to drink the blood of a human being. No, no, she's going to do bloodletting. She's going to do both. So they were like, oh. no, we can't have any blood in this non-blooded They made a statue of it. And so she wasn't, they were like, no, I can't do Sarah anymore. No. Poofs. Yeah. Tristan! Oh, Tristan's gonna talk about Nocturna too. Yeah. No, I'm talking about Roman Sionis. Not Jeremiah Arkham. Fuck <laughs> that guy off. Um, all Black Mask is pretty cool. <coughs> First appeared in. <coughs> Batman 386 in 1985. Just put in that shitty song there. 1985? Yeah. No. No. Bowling for soup. Yeah, you bitch. Homework question. Are they bowling on behalf of soup or is the prize soup? The prize is soup. I think it's on behalf. Because soup can't go bowling. I'm just going to call my boys down at whoever owns that band. I'll ask. Okay. I huh? like on behalf, though. In honour of soup. <laughs> in honour of soup. <laughs> you, you can, you can tell the difference in relationships here. Because you guys are like, no, they're bowling on behalf of the soup. And we're like, no, soup is the prize. Um, <laughs> what kind of soup is it? So Black Mask uh, has been yes. in the comics and in the TV show The Batman. I didn't know that. Yes. That's cool. In the animated film Under the Red Hood, God bless. And the Arkham video game franchise, so if you don't really want to read, you can still check him out. There's still plenty to be found. Alright, Kai, you got a new villain coming. What's the first step in his downfall of sanity? Pie. Have him dropped as a baby after birth, immediately. Pie. The doctor Pie. drops him straight away. Oh, Butterfingers! First page. That's Boink. it. <laughs> <That's okay. coughs> Alright, he was born into a wealthy family who, like, cared more about, like, being rich than their own kid, who was really fucking weird. Probably from the baby drop. Um, the baby drop. <coughs> <coughs> One day he got attacked by a raccoon, and, um, that didn't do good for him. <laughs> Wow. It's so shit so far that it right. gets real fucking intense later. Yeah, it fucking pumps in our overdrive, but until then it's just kind of like goofy um, objects. Yeah, and like Thomas and Martha Wayne are friends with them, and they kind of want the two kids to be friends, but Roman's a bit fucked in the head, so 
Nah. <laughs> That's right. <coughs> and after he graduates school, he gets to work for one of the f- companies, which is a makeup brand, which is kind of weird. And he falls in love with a model named Circle, but it doesn't have an L in it. Cirky. I, I don't know, it's, it's, a, it's a song it's by a, Ghost. It's a Wonder Woman villain is what it is. Oh, oh well, yeah, they, okay. they get together. No, it's not that bitch. Oh, okay. <laughs> and his parents are like, nah, she's a cunt, broke up with her. <laughs> and he's mad, so he burns down their house. And both the parents die, and he gets it all, so... Yeah. H- Hush did it fucking shit. This, this lad was dropped as a baby and bit by a raccoon and he could beat Hush just like that. Beat, he got bit by a raccoon. That's funny. Um, yeah, so he inherits it all and now he's the big boy at um, the makeup brand. And he's very fucking shit at it. He said at one point, let's stop doing makeup and we'll do face paint. <laughs> and it didn't work out. That's a damn shame. And then he's like, Whoever comes up with some revolutionary makeup to save the company will get a hundred thousand dollar bonus. And some guy makes a completely waterproof one, but he says that it's not finished yet. So the guy says, "You're fired." Yeah. Take your bonus, but you're out of here. And then they put it on the market. Oh no, it melts your face off pretty much after a while. Ah, oh, that is so, to be wearing. So the company's fucked now, and then um. Cersei or whatever leaves him in front of everybody and that that's a no. Holy shit. I just had a revelation. So you know how like halfway through the filming of Halle Berry's Catwoman, how they said we don't want anything to do with this, don't put DC on it. And it's this plot? Yeah. And we know for a fact that Catwoman and Black Mask clash a lot. Yeah. Do you think they like almost did a Black Mask film? Um Thank God they did it, holy shit. No one will help out the company, but Wayne Enterprises ends up saying, look, we we will save your company on the deal that Roman does not make any fucking choices, like our board of directories will. Yeah, like, so they take over, but he really doesn't like that anyway, but he's got no choice, because it's that or nothing. Mm. And he goes to his family's, like, little crypty thing where the coffins are and he goes down into there and he's a bit weird he starts just breaking his father's coffin and he takes a chunk of the wood and like carves a mask out of it and then yeah, he's doing crime shit kind of just a mob boss really isn't he yeah like he's just got a gang of wankers in masks he's like a scary penguin and yeah, like Batman's kind of onto him, at, but they work out it's Roman pretty damn quick because yeah. they're killing like the board of director people that have taken over. And then yeah, he finds his ex girlfriend and goes, "Here's a new mask for you, bitch." But it's like, just looks like a mannequin kind of thing. Yeah. And <coughs> um, Bruce holds a masquerade ball, like knowing that he'll go. And um, they think they know like who it is wearing the mask, but then he does some the old switcheroo and gets Bruce outside and tries to get him. Oh, no. But no, he doesn't. And they kind of Robin follows him to he goes to hide at the crypt where his parents were buried. And so Batman shows up, and they push the coffin aside, and there's like a trap door, and they go inside. And they do a fight with his goons and stuff. Are you alright to do a fight? Yes. And then um, a fire happens. Oh shit. And yeah, it kind of burns this little thing to the ground. And they save Roman, but oh no, the wood is burnt to his face now. Yeah. And he goes to the old Arkham. Oh, and Cersei or whatever shows up as well, and her face is fucked. Oh, under the mask. She weird looking now. And yeah, he's in Arkham until Rachel will freeze all the inmates, which is kind of weird to me. But he, he shows up a lot, but it doesn't ever seem to be like a full-on thing. But um, 
after No Man's Land when it's all a bit backwards, he ends up being like the main crime boss, doesn't he, of whole Gotham. Um, yeah, he definitely has a big fucking yeah, part. That's the thing. Because after that, that's when Under the Red Hood takes place and he's like running the whole city. Yeah, like point. Black Mask has had a lot of like big key points in Batman history. Like his stuff with the Catwoman is some of the best Catwoman. But that's and he's what... always been one of the main crime bosses around after the fall of Falcone. He just doesn't get the recognition you'd think he would. Yeah. And we're up to the bit here that about Catwoman and we talked about this earlier, like he's still a very good just one of the crime people, like mm. Two Face and Penguin. But he's so underrated they just handball him off to Catwoman instead. Instead of being a Batman villain now. Mm. Better than being a Batgirl. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, when he's running Gotham he he does kick a fair bit of ass. Like, he has a mazo. Yeah. And, like, those who don't know, that's just, like, a robot with every member of the Justice League's powers, which kind of includes Superman not dying. Mm. So he, he's a big boy. And, yeah, skip a fair bit. Oh, just going with my last one as well in Blackest Night, he comes back, which is kind of spooky. Um... <coughs> yeah, and he shows up in Rebirth and, um, what's the shit one called? New 52. But he doesn't wear his cool skull-looking mask anymore. He wears, like, a gib mask. That was so fucking disappointing. To but then in Rebirth, once again, they're like, he's not good enough for Batman. Let's make him a Red Hood villain. I don't mind him trouncing other characters as long as but he's, he's still But he's still friend. good, though. Yeah. Like, he, they don't need to give him to minor characters, which I'm glad they did. But I like that it spreads him out a bit. Like, his stuff with Catwoman is brutal as fuck. Yeah. Doesn't he make someone eat their husband's eyeball? Yeah, he traumatizes Catwoman's sister. Classic. And kills her husband because Catwoman took her money. His money. Yeah, and he's just like, I, this is the amount, this is the length I will go to <coughs> for revenge of a little bit of coin. But at least in the Red Hood comic, they kind of fix him because he's the villain for like the first big part of the Outlaws. Um, yeah, he has his gimp mask, but he has this thing that makes him kind of brainwash Bizarro, and it backfires really badly. Oopsie daisies. And I'm pretty sure that fucks up his head. And when they take the gimp mask off, it's his actual face looks like a black skull mask. Uh Kind of like red skull looking, but black. Okay. Like, so beneath the mask, he does look normal. Maybe maybe that's what they do with Jane Doge, probably like a a mask to keep it protected. Yeah, I, I do believe that he caused it himself. He didn't have it earlier. Yeah. But, yeah, so they did recover his shitty appearance if you ask me which is good yeah so that's a good one I like Black Mask (coughs) I was very disappointed in Arkham Origins when he wasn't the villain even though you do have to go after him later but yeah he's good times Uh, do Um, you have some good notes? hang on I do have some good notes I have discovered bowling for soup. Oh, you Yeah, so the prize is soup. Technically. Prize is soup. I think this is um, saying the band was named after a comedy act bowling for shit. They just changed shit to soup. 
That is a, a, a <laughs> Apparently, thing to do. since 1994, they just keep coming up with different stories of how they got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's like the most consecutive, like, oh, it's falling for dollars. Oh, it's this sketch with Steve Martin. Oh. So it's, I, I just kind of went with that. They were once <coughs> before, and they were great at bowling, so they bowled in once. The other person lost, they paid them with a free hot dog or can of soup, is another one. Jokes on all young people, they didn't even fucking write 1985 anyway, it's a cover. Yeah. Let's yeah. see everybody, Black Mask look normal. Yeah, good boy. He was created by Mermaid. Mermaid? One more time! Yeah, we did it everybody. Um. Yeah, I'd like to do an episode like this again. There's so fucking many underrated characters that just get swept under the rug. Leapfrog. Yeah, you got your Leapfrog, you got your Stilt Man. And I, I, I was only even talking about Batman characters. There's a lot. Catch-up game. Condiment yeah, game. Condiment game. Catch-up game. Catch-up game. Yeah, characters like Baby Doll, Flamingo, Dr. Phosphorus, Mr. Bloom, Cornelius Sturk, Magpie, Great White Shark, Hugo Strange. Like, there is a lot. Hugo Strange is the most overrated, underrated character. He's the go-to underrated Yeah, every time guy. Toby praises him, I kind of just sit there and go, So? Yeah. He's yeah. a spooky doctor. I like that his wife is a mannequin. That go back to 1940s him, horror, Toby. It's great. He's all like, so I'm going to beat the Batman. Um, He's good. That's used him for blight. But old <laughs> Clayface number three had a mannequin wife, but they had a divorce, but That's things were sad. starting to look up. They had a boy. That's better. Yeah. It's but sad. I do like when he talks to his mannequin wife. He's like, oh, I'm going to defeat the Batman. And then he like looks at her for response. And he's like, how dare you say that to me, you bitch. Smack. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Give her a backing. And then it's like oh, he's in doing Clarence, he knocks it over and the arm falls off and he has to bury her. And now he, that's what made him snap. Fuck, I love He thinks Clarence. he killed his wife. Um, speaking of underrated stuff, I thought for today's time of question, um... I'd like to know what you liked when it was on underrated. Connect what, Four. What was something you were into before it was called? Connect Four. But then it got big and yeah, yesterday, now it's five. No, now we had to buy a line up four. No, mine mine's Connect, Connect Four. Yeah. He's still good but the comics went to shit. He's not the boy you loved anymore. No, he's not cheeky. It's just dumb. I don't want to read like ten issues of him crying that he has a daughter. Like he's always had <laughs> emotion- I do that all the time, I don't have a kid. He's always had practicing. emotional shit, but it stopped being funny. <laughs> yeah. Like it just started being like, Oh, I'm working with a fat woman <laughs> robot from Shield. Oh, we've all been there. And that was like fifty issues. It's like who gives a fuck? Yeah. Go back to when he would just do stupid shit for his own doing. Like, when he got rid of his healing factor so he could die and be with death, and then Bob said, that's stupid, and he goes, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right, and then they never mention it again. That's the best way to end a story arc, just be like, ah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder what Toby picks. Well, it's Jake Harlequin, isn't it? Except White Knight fixes that problem I know, in such a glorious way. I wasn't it is so to, good. But I feel like once it's in a trade, I will have to pick it up and have a look. Just for every other detail they put into it. And he doesn't even sue Batman. Yeah. Um, yeah, when I first liked Harley Quinn, she was like a perfect sidekick and comic relief and... Yeah, comic sense. relief because she's known for her humour, you piece also, of shit. She's just like way out of her. That was the most upsetting impression I've ever heard. It was very you're in, accurate. You're in free space jail. Ding, 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 ding. That sounds like a mug on the bars. Oh. <laughs> it happens to us a lot. Um, yeah, ever since they to... started trying to pick her up, they've made her, like, the centre. She wasn't even, like, the main character in her own book before the new 52, and it was... <coughs> I don't know. Hopefully it goes back to normal. I'm hoping what they do in White Knight is kept, honestly. For those of you who haven't read it, Joker goes home after he's kind of cured <coughs> and he's like, Harley, I'm sorry I'm so mean to you. And she starts beating him up. Him and then up. normal Harley, Bud and Lou come in and say, fuck out of here, slut. 
because yeah. Harley got sick of him treating her like shit, so he just left, and some other blonde woman who was, like, very depressed, like, ended up just living with him and saying, I'm Harley now, and he just didn't care enough to notice. Yeah. Instead, of, instead of ruining good Harley, they're just like, how about we put a shit one in, and then good Harley come back and save the day. Oh. I was on catch-up. You like catch-up? I liked ketchup before ketchup was a thing. Because Australians all believe in tomato sauce. Is there oh, any Disney related thing you were there for before other people? Ketchup and tomato sauce is way different. Yeah, they are way different. Probably <coughs> Incredibles. <coughs> um, there, was, there was never this much hype. Yeah, no, I remember when it came out. It's a, it was a slow little movie, yeah. And we always watch it and go, fuck yeah, and then it's just like, oh, we're getting the sequel, and everyone's like, I've been waiting 30 years for this. And it's like, shut up. Like, well, why don't you it? ask me where my super suit is and quote no other part of the damn film, you bitch? I am your wife. Yeah, I'm that, the greatest good you're ever gonna get. As far as the internet's concerned, that movie is 10 seconds long, and it's that scene. Yeah. Well, that was a really good scene. Yeah. It's fine, but there's other bits. I'm I sure think the reason why it's bigger as well is because, um, Pixar Fest. Yeah, it's in the middle. Yeah, but the, yeah. the trailer makes it look like the plot is the first one, except now it's Elastigirl doing shit on her own instead of Mr. Incredible. I do like watching, in the trailers, I like watching Bob Parr have to take care of kids and he's just, like, dying. Like he's got like bags under their eyes, he's just given up all hope to live because he has children. Oh. Um, I gotta reverse the homework question. Something oh, no. that is good that is underrated is this Han Solo movie. It looks fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah, Everyone stop being a wanker. I reckon he looks like him as well, a bit. <laughs> It the reason, hair. the only reason, the hair is probably the only reason. All of that's like, no, <coughs> it's his cheek. The guy, I don't know. Yeah, his head's a bit too square. He has a really square head. Yeah. Whereas, he, he, he's not. Yeah, so but cool, maybe Chewie like, like, punches him that, in the head. He's I'm got like, a handsome that's boy really jaw. the only issue that, like, I can find with it. I'm like, meh. But, yeah. you know, like, some things don't need an origin, but I think this is one of the times when. It'll, it it'll still be cool to watch. Like, That's the thing. It doesn't need it, but I want it. People, yeah. People talk so much about the casting. The part of that movie that kind of grosses me out the most is how clean the interior of the Millennium Falcon looks. Yeah, because it's, it's new. new. I know, but it's so weird looking to see it white. I like the part like when they're in the new yeah. trailer when I've ever seen. they're going in like a temple and there's a big skull with giant tusks. Yeah, it's like the Mandalorian skull. Nice. Maybe Bob is there. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of looking. I don't really fuck oh, Star Wars well, much. It's been evident, but I, I'm I think the reason I'm excited for it is because everyone loves Han Solo, and I didn't <coughs> really give a fuck about him until Force Awakens because he was funny in that. I didn't give a fuck yeah. about him so, until Han Solo Burger came in and changed my life. Boom. Oh, <laughs> so, so I'd like to give myself another chance to actually like him. Hmm. That's kind of how I'm feeling going um, into it. Dazzle me, I don't show me, show me but, my console. But Lando, fucking, yeah. he's cool. Yeah. I like Costco. Except for he has a gay nephew in Spider Man. Um, the other thing that is not catch up is Agent Carter. Yeah, Kyle, you're still the yeah. only person that likes I like Agent Carter. I think Kyle was no, no, the only one watching like, it as it was the airing. Character. Because she's slowly starting to build now because of Besame and stuff. Mm. Like, they're slowly, like... Worming her in. There's an awareness yeah. comment, and you can sort of see it. I'm yeah. seeing a lot of gifts of her being smart arsey. So I'm saying it now. I was on Adrian Carter from First Avenger. Toby can vouch for this because that's the whole reason we met each other. Yeah, I thought you were an and assistant for a different cosplayer. Yep. And That's a sad way to meet someone. Adrian Carter. I was there. Brown Florida. Meg, who's your person? Meg, what are you doing here? Or thing. I've never liked anything. And <laughs> That's it. That's it. No, I, I don't think there's a big thing for oh. Huntress. No. No, do not. No, I'm sure you're on there. Yeah, you you're on. I've never liked anything and nothing is good. So. No, do you yeah, know we what, did it. what yeah. is one that Meg was on before it was cool? Avocados. Yeah. Fuck everybody, and avocados. I think all four of us 
Mexican food. We used to smash tacos all day, and now people just like, let's taco about it, and everyone laughs and goes, I love Tumblr. What's up with that? Like, every, like, six months, Target sells a different pattern, and currently it's flamingos and pineapples. Talking about, oh my god, No, we're yeah. talking about how we like burritos and now yeah, everyone's like, let's go get burritos that. and it's cool. It's like, bitch. Replace, and you see all those big, like... Pineapples. You see all those big, like, um... No, the circle towels and their pizzas. Mm. Fuck so, everybody. Talking about... I demand Kai make me a pizza with lime on it. Yeah, I'm making a Mexican pizza. Like and subscribe to hear more about that. Yeah. I was just reading about the, no, su- the Swedish banana pizza. Leave pineapple alone. <gasps> oh my god! Next time that you go to Zing, you have to look in the front window. They have the Mario banana pizza. So I said if I behave myself this week, I'm allowed it. Ooh. I know! Look, Sponsor us, please! <laughs> Fuck off, Zing. No, no, no. Just leave Zing alone and go to Max Comics and Collectibles. I love on a good day. Yeah, they're actually going to the start. And um, he'll do you a good deal. He'll, he does the good stuffs. I hope you're feeling better. So, oh, with yeah. our fan art, someone should draw oh, a picture <laughs> at Zing HQ of them with a big furnace and they're sweeping all the Black Panther merch in it to make room for the Infinity War. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of Black Panther merch. Yeah, that's probably why they had poor sales that month. Oh. Go to a real comic shop, everyone. Like Max Comics and Collectibles on the Also, find your local <coughs> comic shop because next month is free comic book day. Yeah. Yeah, so if you listen to this as it comes out, definitely ask some questions, see what the goal is because it can often be a good time. What are you talking yeah. about? Like, I, 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 oh. Yeah, like Sean's getting like he's already got one um, artist booked in, so they just do like free little drawings for you. And then if you want proper drawings, you can pay for the commission. Yeah. And yeah. like, I think he's getting, who's that guy? I thought Dan, that was, that, he told you that was not official. He said it could be. Well then don't fucking tell everyone oh, this. It could happen. Conspiracy theories. You have to go theories. and find out. Here's, here's a comic of Catman and Arthur's <coughs> making out. Oh shit, no. Oh, Catman's <laughs> dead in the Arkhamverse. Ladies and gentlemen, we're all dead in the Arkhamverse, aren't we? This has been a school for wayward nerds, and if you are good, you should hear more of it. And like us on the social medias and do all the iTunes stuff. What are we doing next week? Next week we are going back to Langley Falls. Oh. Uh. I got a feeling that it's going to be a wonderful day. Class oh. dismissed. I'm Toby. That's We're not here anymore. I might call this as Megan Megalodon Chikatilo. Oh shit. Don't add to My it. name's Kyle. Yes, that's right. And it, it was should just be that kya. alphabet soup, Toby. Yes, and a big thank you to our producer, Eugene Garbagefile. <laughs> and Earl Shitman. <laughs> Earl Shitman <laughs> on, the, on the editing. Who's Garbage? We don't like anything. See you later. Yay. <laughs>